Welcome to One Girl in All the World, a Buffy rewatch podcast where we recap each episode in order and discuss. I'm Ashley, Buffy super fan. I'm Kimmy, Buffy newbie. You can find us on iTunes and YouTube with new episodes every Tuesday. So I've been waiting a week to say this. Hi, my Kimmy-shaped friend. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's cute. It's one of my favorite lines. I do love that line. It wasn't my favorite. I'm not going to spoil already my favorite one, but uh, (laughs) yes, I like that. My my Xander-shaped friend. That was cute, yeah. Okay, last Buffy fit check for a while. I like this shirt. It's super cute. This is my favorite one so far. So it's a little bit, little bit of a cropped tee for those on just listening on iTunes. Uh, it just says Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it's not the regular font. It's kind of like a, I don't know. It's more the of like vampire-y a vampire font. Yeah, it looks, it kind of reminds me of like, this is going to be a little bit ironic, but the band Slayer, like their yeah. kind of like font is kind of like okay. this. And then it's just a season two cast picture. So it's got Xander, Giles. Cordelia, Buffy, Angel, Willow, and Oz on it. So, Oh, I don't know who Oz is. It's Seth Green. Seth Green's in the show? What? Yeah. Really? We, we talked about that in, the, in our intro episode. <laughs> did we we? Were, oh, my God. Did I do the were, same thing? We, <laughs> you were like, oh, Seth Green is in Buffy? Because that's, oh that's why I started watching it. Because I liked Seth Green. Oh, this sounds familiar now. And then you were like, who is he? And I was like, Oz. And you're like, oh, okay. Maybe cool. you didn't watch that far. You don't but remember I've if you watched, watched at the end of two or three. I can tell you what episode or the area-ish that I stopped watching. I don't know if you want me to, though, if there's a spoiler. so Tell me after. Okay, I'll tell you after. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is further than that, but maybe I just forget. I mean, this is 20-plus so years ago, so he, I mean... He's in season apparently two. Apparently I can't so. remember, like, three episodes ago of our conversation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so 20 years is going to be um, a little... You just get to... Oz is a great character, when we get to him, and you just get to enjoy him, like, the first time. I'm jealous of you. Because, <laughs> like, you get to, like, watch even the things you've watched before. It's like watching them for the first time. So It feels like it, honestly. Because I'm just, like, even, like, when I was watching last night, I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to some episodes and I'm going to be, like, jealous. Jealous of Kimmy that she gets to experience this for the first time. Like, once more like feeling. And <laughs> once more feeling and hush and crush and all my favorite episodes. I'm going to be like, she gets to do this for the first time. it's so exciting it is okay where were we okay so this is my last buffy shirt that i have for the moment so i'll keep wearing them periodically but i probably won't wear it every single time you record now so i'm a little housekeeping that for people listening or watching i've noticed when i'm editing that obviously when you're talking this long about stuff we get things we kind of say some things wrong and i've noticed a couple of times i've had to like try to edit something out that i just miss said so I'm going to just put it out there that if I notice something that I said wrong, like a date wrong, or I said the wrong season referring to the future or whatever, I'm probably just going to leave it in and then maybe put in the show notes like, correction, I noticed I said the wrong thing instead of trying to edit it out. So you can check the show notes first if you're like, oh my God, because I am that list- I am that Buffy fan too. I'm listening <laughs> to something and someone references the wrong season or the wrong they say the wrong name or whatever. I'm like, oh, that, 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 that is not correct. <laughs> and so I understand. Damn. So I probably will just leave it in instead of trying to like chop it out. But if I catch something, I'll put it in the show notes that I meant to say whatever it is. Mm, okay. Because on our, our first, was it our first, first or second episode? I think it was Welcome to the Hellmouth. I was talking about Michelle Branch being on the show in later seasons. And I said that she ha- start, comes in season five. That's not right. She's in season six. And I had cut that part out because I was like, I can't let that just slide. I can't just let Damn. that out. I just can't. So 
But now if I'll just just if you hear something and if I it's not there, then let me know because I would like to know if I missaid something. So there you go. As I'm editing these and we're talking about stuff, we inevitably say the wrong thing sometimes. The wrong get, get some details wrong. So we'll see. Hopefully we don't do that this this week. So we're talking about which. I think I referred to it The Witch because I guess I'm like, welcome to The Hellmouth, The Harvest, The Witch. It's Witch. Third episode of the first season, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a different one. And we'll get we'll get it into is. why. Yeah, it kind of changes pace from the first two episodes. Yeah. We'll kind of talk about what it's about, and then we can talk about what we thought about it. The air date was March 17th, 1997, written by Dana Resden and directed by Stephen Craig. And the synopsis, when students start dropping out of cheerleading tryouts by spontaneously combusting, going blind, and losing their power of speech, Buffy and her posse suspect the a powerful witch is in their midst. Buffy herself soon becomes a target of a deadly spell as they discover the witch's true identity. Meanwhile, Xander finally musters up the nerve to ask Buffy out on a date, but in the throes of the witch's spell, Buffy's response isn't exactly as he hoped. <laughs> First impressions of the episode, anything you want to say up top before we dive in? I just really liked it. Like, it was really different from the first two, and it's just... I mean, I found the first two episodes really good, but uh, this is going to get more of a spike rating at the end for me. Okay. It definitely expands, even though the universe has been expanded pretty... It's been two episodes, but it's all been about, like, mostly vampires. Yes. So we expand the universe in this episode where we're like, oh, okay, witchcraft is a thing, and this witches and witchcraft is a thing, Mm -hmm. and that they're also going to be dealing with facing human villains yes which there's a very stark line again they set these rules in the beginning that change over time that we do not hurt we don't kill humans we don't we don't kill humans they haven't really said that outright in this episode but it's implied that they don't hurt humans that's something that sometimes they have to grapple with in later seasons whether they can get away with that or not Mm-hmm. And still, like, save the world and everything. Yeah. That all starts to come into play here because we have um, the villain is a human that's doing witchcraft. So, okay, so get into witch. So we have a little truncated slayer opening. One of the, she is the slayer, and it shows a graveyard and all that. So we get a little, another in, little intro to what a slayer is. And right away, we're into the library and I'm just thankful we're not layer library, layer library today. So we have a lot more <laughs> variety of locations in this yes. episode. Because mm-hmm. it was hard for me to keep track of what happened each time we went back and forth. But we're in the we do start out in the library and we go right into my favorite episode. I mean my favorite scene. Oh, your favorite scene is here. Okay. Yeah. I just this is like so buffy, this scene. And <laughs> we finally are starting to see the like cadence and like the kind of humor the show has, mm-hmm. I think is very much like represented in this scene. So Giles, we just see Giles, no one else. We see him talking to, we assume Buffy and he's really upset. And he just, he's like, I can't believe you're, you're doing this. You know, you have a responsibility. I gave allowances for your youth, but I just, I just can't believe you'd be so foolish and yada, yada, yada. And he's really upset with her. We're like, oh my gosh, what is he? Like, so what did she about? do? What is so that, scandalous? That you would, that you are enslaving yourself to this cult. And then it cuts to Buffy and she's standing there in a cheerleading outfit saying, what? You don't like the color? <laughs> that, that little, that scene, this whole little scene about her starting to try out for cheerleading is like Really is one, like, that's the kind of humor that's very Buffy. And so that's, and of course, Giles Buffy, they're 
through this this episode, they their relationship really grows. So like this is kind of the beginning of that. So that's another reason why it's my favorite scene. Their rapport builds. He, he says, "I forbid it." As your watcher, and she just is saying, "I really want to try something normal, something safe. I'll still have time to fight the forces of evil." And we never really, it was implied in the end of the last episode, but this is actually the first time where we kind of get that she's accepted her duty again. And mm-hmm. she's like active duty slayer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she's actually like, okay, this is she, what I'm doing again. She falls back into it. Yeah, she's like yeah. recommitted to being the slayer instead of just once Jesse was like killed and once the, once the harvest was put to bed, she wasn't like, okay, I'm retired again. Like she's now back committed being an active slayer. She's come out of retirement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she wants something safe and normal. She yeah. needs to identify with herself as like a teenager and not just a slayer. Again, we've seen it in the, we've seen it in the first episode. We've seen it through the whole show. Her fighting to have some kind of normality in her life. Um, mm-hmm. And this is something that she did at her old high school. So she wants to try to pick it up again. So we go to a witch's room next. A dark, weird... <laughs> I put cut, cut to cauldron is what I put in my notes. <laughs> yeah, like this weird... <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> cauldron's house, like where the cauldron lives. Uh, and it's this? dark, spooky room with like stuff hanging on the walls. You can't really like tell where it is or exactly what it is, which is why we're having trouble but saying you, what the location is. You hear, you hear bubbling, though. You hear bubbling. And then you see this like very stereotypical, like scary cauldron with like green bubbling uh, potion, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Green, yeah. And then we see a hand snatch like a Barbie doll that's like hanging from these like little. Super creepy rings. Barbie doll. I do not like dolls. I don't like, I've never, <laughs> like, in like, if you talk about like horror genres and stuff, like the doll stuff, like, really, I don't like it. Took, I didn't watch Annabelle until about four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> my husband wanted to watch it for years. I'm like, nope, you can watch it without me, but I'm not watching it. It wasn't even scary. But the idea of that kind of that stuff. That doll is creepy. That, I thought that doll in that movie was actually really creepy. I mean, yeah. she's... Okay, but yeah, these... The extreme. <laughs> I don't have a weird Barbie doll thing, but the the Barbie doll in this scene, um, yeah, it creeped me out. I was like, oh. Yeah, and they're all like, their hair is all crazy, and they're like being, you know, obviously they're like voodoo dolls. They're standing yep. in for voodoo yeah. dolls. So she snatches a Barbie doll... And just throws it, throws it into the, the cauldron, I believe. And then we're in the gym. And the sign says, cheerleading tryouts, 1996. This aired in 1997. I so, noticed that too. Okay. I was like, wait. Did I? I said it was in 1997. Okay. I did catch that. Yeah. I was so obviously that. they okay. filmed it in 1996. And so they wrote that <laughs> because that was the year that it yeah. was when they filmed it. And then it aired in 1997. So you're like, Wait. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. So, very good catch. Willow, Buffy, and Xander enter into the gym for the tryouts, and Buffy wants to try out, obviously. And Xander says, oh, for good luck, I'm going to give you something. <laughs> and he gives her a brace, like an ID bracelet that says, yours always. What did you think of this? Yeah. I thought that was so cheesy. I was like, um, that's a little over the top. First of all... They're not dating. They're they're friends. New friends, um, too. And then... <laughs> New friends. Yeah, he doesn't know her that well. He's known her for three episodes. And also, like, when he gives it to her and she looks at it a little weird, he's like, oh, they all said that. They were all just, they were all just like that. And I'm like, right. Yeah, he immediately cool, starts cool. backpedaling because he's like, oh, I think I yeah. might have went a little too Overstepped. fast. And it's not even like, it would have been less weird if it, had, it hadn't said yours always. 
Mm-hmm. If you just like got her yeah. a little, maybe a, something with like a little pom pom on it or something, that could have been just like a friendly yes. thing, you know. Something cute, yeah, supportive, encouraging. But yeah. this was just too fast. But she takes it too fast, too soon. She takes it. She's nice about it, right? She's nice yeah. about it. She's she's nice about everything. An important thing for this episode is always watch when these kind of things are happening about Xander and Buffy. Always watch Willow because oh yeah, her reaction was you find her. out so much about how she feels yeah. about this without saying really saying anything. Oh, her face tells you everything. Yeah, she she was bummed. She looked jealous. She looked uncomfortable. Like she's like, oh god. Mm-hmm. Like I hope. Like kind of like, I don't. I don't know if I, I, I'm going to say this, but then I might take it back. <laughs> she kind of like goes like, I hope Buffy doesn't isn't too excited about this because she wants Xander yeah. to be happy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And even if that's not with her, but she you know, likes him. She doesn't want to. It's hard to watch for her. I think it is hard yeah, to watch. Of course her. it is. Yeah. Even though she's not he vindictive, notice her. Yeah, and we get a parallel of that in this episode, and we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, I didn't like how Xander was about the cheerleading tryouts. He was kind of gross about it. I think this episode also was. He was. He was. This was making me more like, like you were saying, it was either like the last episode. I think this was making me like him less. I was just like, oh, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. Xander's not starting out strong on this show. Especially watching it 20 plus years later, right? (laughs) In 2023, watching it, Xander's suffering. So we have all the other girls. We kind of meet everyone that's trying out. Cordelia is trying out for the cheerleading squad, which is not a a surprise at all. And apparently the like the standout, like sure, like going to get on the team is this girl named Amber. And of course, Cordelia hates her for that, you know, reason. They are kind of doing individual like routines and Amber gets called out to, to do her to do her routine or whatever so she's out there dancing around with her pom-poms and then we meet a new character named amy and amy comes over willow knows her they kind of say hi um and willow's like oh uh i didn't know you wanted to be a cheerleader and i wanted to ask your opinion on this because she's like oh you lost a lot of, immediately says you lost a lot of weight mm-hmm. and i, don't I wasn't know, a, I just a huge feel fan like, of that. okay okay yeah weird like, about it Something you comment on typically, at least just, nowadays. Yeah, I feel like commenting on somebody's weight, even if it will be perceived as a good thing because it's losing weight. I'm doing air quotes, by the way, if you, if you're just listening. Because somebody <laughs> could be can't hear her sick, her. stressed, yeah. anything. Yep, like, just exactly. because you're losing weight, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's a good thing or that it was intentional yep. or that it's being done safely. Any of that stuff. I think yep. commenting on people's bodies in general, whether it's up, down, sideways, or whatever, or whatever's happening, is just mm-hmm. not a good idea. You can say, oh, you look really yeah. great, or you look happy, or uh, yeah, whatever. Exactly. You can say it without saying you whatever. So yeah. I just felt weird about Willow saying that. Yeah, I thought it was awkward. Yeah, yeah. it was weird. It doesn't, I kinda, it doesn't carry. I kind of get they're trying to, like, I think they're trying to, like, hint at something to come about why she would lost the weight I, when she did? I think so, too, because, like, when we get the backstory, it's kind of like, okay. It, it supports yeah. stuff later, but... So. Yeah, I still really like Could it. do it without it. Could do, yep. could do it. Could have done without that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Amber's still super, you know, going there, kicking everybody's butt, and is doing great. Cordy hates it. Isn't even... Lo- turns her back. Doesn't even, won't even watch it. <laughs> and Amy and Buffy are talking... And Amy says that she trains with her mom. Uh, she asks if Buffy has a coach, a cheerleading coach. And Buffy's like, what? <laughs> no. And Amy says that she trains with her mom three more, th- trains with her mom three hours every morning and three hours every night. Which is insane. That is insane. 
she's like, oh, it's mom. My mom's great. So it's fine. Because Buffy's like, I couldn't spend that much time with my mom. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, I get it. I'm with her. <laughs> but I think we all can get it. Uh, she's like, no, my mom's great. And she's like, okay. So Amber is out there still dancing. And she starts, like, smoking a bit. There's some smoke coming out of her pom-poms. And it just keeps, people yeah. are starting to, like, look a little, like, am I seeing this? Like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? It's slowly yeah. getting worse. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like when Willa's like, that girl's on fire. <laughs> And Courtney, yeah. like, can we stop with the hype? Hyperbole? Hyperbole, yeah. Hyperbole. She's like, can we stop with the hyper- hyperbole? Like, God, okay. Like, she, but she's like literally on fire. On so fire, her, yeah. Her hands just like burst into flames and she's waving her hands around, which I get when you panic. And everybody just looks. I think everyone's just in shock. And They're in stunned. shock, yeah. And, and then Buffy just jumps into action. Yeah, she's a slayer. She qu- She's a quick thinker. She's good in high stress situations so she runs and rips down a banner and tackles amber and puts out her hands and everyone's like oh my god what what did i just see because she just basically just lit on fire for no reason and what i thought was kind of interesting is like when she tackles her to the ground and she's like putting out the flames she's like everything will be okay and then she's looking at her and then she says it again everything will be okay and i feel like the second time she almost asked it like a question mark like she's like everything will be okay like because in her mind, she's like, I don't know what the heck is going on right now. Like, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if it will be okay. Yeah. And then she also says, like, oh, God. Like, after I think Buffy says that as well. It's like, I think Buffy's like, what the hell? Like, Buffy's yep. like kind of in shock a little bit. She's like, what did I just see? Yep. Because we see a little bit right after the credits, which come next. Buffy's kind of like, I've seen some things. I've been around the block <laughs> and I've seen some things. <laughs> but not this. Yeah. So we go to the credits yeah. before we get to that. Uh, nothing new. Same old joyful credits. So we're in the library, and Buffy, again, like I just said, was saying, like, I've been a Slayer for over a year now. I've seen some pretty crazy things, but I haven't seen just people catch on fire. So she's no, a little bit seen, thrown. I haven't seen anyone anyone's hands toasted before. <laughs> and, I like uh, that line. It won't be the last time she sees people's hands toasted, because she hangs out with vampires <laughs> a lot. So. <laughs> There's lots of toasted hands with vampires because they always like <laughs> if they want to keep them around, they can't just like throw them into the sunlight. So they get like burnt here and there, you know, <laughs> keep things spicy, but keep them alive. <laughs> spicy. Yeah. So Giles says that human combustion is rare, but it does happen. And he's actually kind of thrilled that they are like he's so giddy about all the like, like ooh like the prospect of like all these different evils that they're going to face and the thing whatever this could be which is so kind of funny to me it's the thrill of living on the hellmouth he says yeah the thr- i actually have that the thrill of living on the hellmouth which is a great line that i yeah, you know what giles you feel that way now you feel that way now part of me you're gonna wish for a slow week for the next seven years something more calming yeah he says something like part of me for seeing the glass half full i thought that yeah. was hilarious too yeah because he says that and they all look at him like are you nuts and then he says that about the glass half full. Like about someone's hands on fire. That's totally, yeah, optimistic. Yeah. 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 Good old Giles. They obviously think that maybe it has something to do with Amber because it was her that caught on fire. And they said that yep. usually mm-hmm. in cases of human com- um, combustion, that there's rage. There could be rage issues involved. So they're going to look into Amber. So Willow, to help, Willow is going to hack into the school system and look at her like school records. And Xander says he's going to ask around about her. And Buffy stops them. She's like, you guys don't have to get involved. And they're like, oh, we're mm-hmm. a team. We're the Slayerettes. They stick with Slayerettes for a while. I love that. They're... That's so cute. Before they're known as the Scoobies. <laughs> Scoobies is the one that sticks, but it's a while before we hear that term. 
Yeah, but, they're like slayer rats. Yeah. yeah, it's ironic they get called the Scoobies because Sarah Michelle Gellar goes on to play Daphne. And oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's yeah. right. Okay. She's like, I don't want you guys in danger. And they're like, no, we got to help. We're a team. So she says, okay, well, you know, just tread lightly. Be careful because we don't know really what we're dealing with. In Buffy's kitchen, Ma- Buffy's mom is distracted and is has all these crates around stuff for the gallery because the gallery is going to be doing its first big show. And Buffy comes in and she asks her how school was and something. Like, oh, I didn't make the team, but there was like fierce competition. I think she just left it at that. And then her mom's like, oh, yeah, well, you keep trying. And she's like, do you even know what I tried out for? And her mom's like, mm-hmm. no, sorry, I actually don't. I'm very, di- very distracted. I don't know what you're trying out for. So yeah. she says it was cheerleading, and she's like, oh, good. Her mom perks up at this because it's something that Buffy was doing before she got into a lot of trouble. So her mom something is something normal. All for her getting into these like school activities. Get distracted, keep busy. Yeah. And I love that Joyce, this whole time this is happening, Joyce is trying to get a crowbar, trying to open this crate and can't do it. And she's frustrated while she's talking to, trying to talk to Buffy. And she walks away to like check her clipboard. She's like, you know, you could help me out here. And Buffy just goes and just whoop. Just lifts it with, like, like no effort. Yeah, a slayer strength. Like, where is she going? I need to open a pickle jar. But, you know, <laughs> she just lifts it up. Her mom isn't paying attention, so there's nothing yeah. weird about yeah. it. Her mom isn't like, what the hell? But Joyce is very distractive. So Buffy just opens that, and it's just funny because she just doesn't even pay attention. Joyce says, you know, I'm really happy that you are going to get back into that because you it will keep you out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Buffy's like, I'm not in trouble. And she's like, not yet. So Joyce really steps in it with Buffy in this moment. Yeah. He's kind of not great. stuff that she's thinking, which I could get if, you know, you're worried about it's your fair. kid. Yeah, it's fair, I think. But you don't want to say that to Buffy. No, exactly. And because she's it, also trying to make a fresh start, too. Yeah. And so she just kind of says, oh, sorry. You know, I didn't I didn't mean that. I just think it's good for you. And Buffy kind of lets it go. And then uh, I like how they end the scene where Joyce opens another crate and she's like, oh, you don't need to see that. It's a fertility statue. And then her mom leaves and Buffy opens it and says, jeepers. <laughs> so apparently this fertility statue is very well endowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, you don't need to see that. You know, that'll scar you for the rest of your life. <laughs> and Buffy's like, why not? I got to see it. <laughs> Oh, man. That was a good scene, yeah. (laughs) That was good. So we're in the gym, and it's group tryouts now. There's a couple other – oh, well, there's Cordelia in the – like, I think there's maybe five or six girls, three of which are Amy, Buffy, and Cordelia. They're on the same kind of tryout squad for this. And they're doing a routine, and it ends in a cartwheel, and Amy cartwheels into Cordelia, knocking her over. And Cordelia is not happy because it looks like she doesn't want to think that she messed up. She's like, no, she just ran into me. Yeah, Yeah, that she fell. She's like, you saw that, right? She ran into me. It wasn't my mistake. So Amy's obviously upset about this. In the hallway, Buffy finds Amy, like, looking sadly into the trophy case. And Amy tells her, shows her one of the trophies, and she says it was her mom's. And her mom was known as Catherine the Great. She was, like, this great cheerleader in her day at Sunny. Sunnydale. <laughs> it was a Sunnydale. <laughs> it's, it's Sunnydale. And, like, led the team to, like, champ, like, tri-state champions or something like that. And that it's the only time it's ever happened. And, you know, her mom basically peaked in high school is what we learned. That her and her mm-hmm. dad, her and Amy's dad got married right after graduation. And they didn't have a good marriage. 
and that her dad left, ran away with like Miss, what did she Miss Trailer Park or Trailer Trash or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah when he was yeah. twelve, and like, the dad just took off and being very co- so. Looking back on the episode, in hindsight, Amy's being very complimentary to her mother and very down on her father, right? Mm-hmm. So she has a very yes, di- which is clear perspective in the moment. I didn't you, notice you know. that. Yeah, yeah. She just she really does like go on about her mom, like she's. She's too hard on herself, and she feels like she has these, like, gigantic shoes to fill, and she's just, like, in the shadow of her mother, basically. Absolutely. I mean, parents living vicariously through their kids, and then also kids feeling like they have to live up to their parents' expectations. is what this episode is about, for sure. Yeah, Amy feels a huge pressure to be as good as her mom at cheerleading, and so she's really upset that she choked at, like, the first opportunity and, like, fell over from doing a cartwheel, which, you know, like, most, like, I can't do a cartwheel, so I'm not, like, trying to be whatever. I never learned to do a cartwheel, but most kids can do a cartwheel, especially if you have like any, like Amy probably could do a cartwheel, but she probably just choked. You know, you can do things, things you can do when you're relaxed aren't always things you can do under pressure. Amy's upset and kind of walks away and Buffy tries to go after her, but Willow comes, fills Buffy in on some stuff about Amy's home life that obviously Buffy doesn't know because she just met her. Willow and her Mm -hmm. used to hang out. She's at junior high and her mom was really strict and her mom says that if she had gained gained like a pound. She would go on an all broth diet and like lock Which is the fridge. Crazy. She's basically like promoting an eating disorder. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. And that Amy would go over Willows when that would happen, and they would like have brownies Eat. and everything, and it would be a little escape Eat for food. for Amy. Buffy says, "Oh, she's something like oh, she's like a bit like Nazi like or something like that." And then Willow <laughs> yeah. says, "Hiel," and that, yeah, and that's. Like, I cringed so bad at that. I was like, oh, my God. And I read that that was actually, that line was actually, in in another episode, too, there's some kind of Nazi reference. And in Germany, they removed those from the show. They, like, replaced it with (laughs) words. Of course they did. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, so if you watch it in Germany, you ain't gonna hear that. You're gonna hear that line about the Nazis. And she says about the, um, she talks about locking up the fridge and all this stuff. She's like, oh, so Mommy Dearest was really Mommy Dearest. And that's a reference yeah. to the book slash the movie about Joan Crawford's mm-hmm. daughter wrote claiming that her mother was super abusive. So that's where, yeah. that's about an abusive mother. So that's, that's the, that reference for people that don't know. In the locker room, it's like a little spooky scene of the locker room with like the dripping uh, shower heads and stuff. Amy is alone in the locker room. And she's kind of like, here's a noise and looking around. And she's just like, Wonders if somebody's in here with them, with her. And she's startled by Cordelia, who is pissed. She is <laughs> pissed that Amy might have ruined her chances to get on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she threatens her. She's like, you better hope that didn't ruin my chance to get on the team. Because basically, I'll make you pay for it. And slams the locker, and the locker doesn't close. And I just laughed at that. The locker just bounces right back open. <laughs> kind of like, her exit kind of lost a little bit of pizzazz because of that. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it kind of lost some of its power because of that. That little outside area where they've, like, had lunch and everything. I'm just going to kind of call it the quad. Because I don't know what's called. The front of the school. Yes, the quad. Yeah. It is. It's a quad. Yeah. So, in the quad, Zan- uh, Willow and Xander are walking. And Xander wants to know if and, Buffy was wearing yeah. the bracelet. When, right. when Willow... And Willow's just... Willow just is like, just ask her out. Which I give her props for because, like, I feel like if I was a teenager and I was, like, hardcore in love with my best dude friend, I don't know if I'd have the courage to say that because I'd be so sad. Yeah, you wouldn't be... You'd be listening, but you wouldn't be encouraging him. 
Like, no, ask him out. I would listen. I would be there for him. Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't be, like, be steering him into the arms of another girl. No. You know what I mean? Right? So, yeah, Willow's... So good for self- her. Willow's... It's hard for her, but she's pretty selfless about it. She is, and he's so oblivious. Yeah, and this is, like, oh, God, I feel... I felt... I was like, oh, Willow, I feel you so much when he was like, you know, you're just, like, you're just, like, a, a guy friend. One you're just, like, a guys. guy. You're just, like, one of the guys. I'm like, oh, yeah. Willow... Welcome to my high school experience. For all I was like that too. One of the guys. Yes, definitely. I don't want to be your guy friend. I want to be your girlfriend, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> like, girls don't want to hear that. Come no, on. they really don't want to hear that. And especially, no. gosh, if you have a crush on a guy, that's the kiss of death. It's <laughs> the worst. So, oh, poor Willow. And she's like, great, I'm a guy. And I'm like, oh, how many girls in that moment felt, I felt seen. I felt seen now with that. Like, because I could just <laughs> yeah, t- took me same. right back. Me right back to high school. I definitely had that. Like, I had guy, like, I did have my best guy friend do that to me. It was in junior high, not high school, but yeah, I was just like, uh, I had that experience. Your heart plummets into your stomach. Yeah, you're like the best friend I could ever have. Can you help me get this other girl to go out with me or tell me all about your relationship woes with this other girl? Okay. It's Can tough. you be my Cyrano, please? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Jesus. It's tough. So I feel I feel so much for Willow in this moment. They hear kind of a commotion, and it turns out that the cheerleading results have been posted. And Xander runs. He sees, like, Buffy and Amy in the back, and he's going in. So he, like, kind of pushes all the crazy girls out of the way, looks at the list, comes back out, and he says, oh, not only did you make the team to Buffy, you're the first alternate, and Amy's number three. <laughs> So that means Buffy's the first loser, and Amy's the third loser, but they didn't make the team. And of course, Amy knows immediately what what it is, and she walks away, and Willow's like, that's when they didn't make the team, they're just backups, and he's like, his little, he does feel bad, and like, he's like, king of cretins, or whatever he says, like, oh, I just, you know, he knows that he messed up. Yep. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Buffy goes after Amy, and Amy is really upset. Buffy doesn't really seems more concerned for Amy than at all for not making the team. Or she doesn't seem particularly upset about it. Like she takes it in stride. Yeah, she does, and yeah. she tries to like cheer Amy up, and Amy's just like really upset and just want just just leaves basically. Yeah, she's like, "You can come over. We can eat brownies. Like, let's do this." Yeah, and she's not not having it. Yeah, she's just nothing's going to help at this point. And I was going to ask you. You talked about Buffy not really being upset, and I was wondering why that. I wanted your take on it too, but I was thinking like, why? Why is that? Because she really desperately yearns for normality, and this for her right now that that's it. That's reaching for the normality, yeah. and if she gets this, she can be normal at least for a, whatever it is, a couple hours a week or whatever when she's a, te- a cheerleader. Uh, but I think as usual, other things going on are a priority for her, and it always knocks normality to the back burner. So I think that's I think probably so what's going on here. Yeah. I think she's just more concerned about Amy's uh, reaction and just how she's feeling about it. Then she's constantly putting other people's needs and feelings before her own. Yeah. And we see that in this episode, later on with Cordelia, we see like Buffy isn't always this way, I don't think. Buffy definitely is very insular in her feelings, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And like she can be kind of like not really see what's happening with other people around her later in the series. Things that are obvious to other characters, the audience, like someone's suffering. But she definitely sees it with Amy very well. And she know, she definitely is on it right away with Cordy later. As the, I think as the subject matter of the show gets more serious, she does lose that. But we see it in, early in the in this season. So that's nice. We're at yep. a house. 
And we discover that this cauldron room slash weird witch's mm-hmm. room is in a, in a regular suburban house. Another Barbie is grabbed and a little rag or something is wrapped around the Barbie's eyes. And it does say Cordelia. And there's like a little spell. She uses the name Cordelia and puts the puts the, also that Barbie into the, the cauldron. I was going to say, she says, this is a sacrifice feed on her. I was like, well, that's creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. (laughs) Cordelia voodoo doll. (laughs) And if you watch this with the subtitles on, you are automatically spoiled. Because it says who is saying the line. I'm not going to say it yet, but it says the name of the person that's speaking it. So if you're watching this with the subtitles on, you automatically know who it is. Okay, because I almost watched it with subtitles, and then I can like I can <laughs> can figure out how to put the subtitles on because it's on Hulu and not Netflix. Yeah. So, and I'm technologically not I'm not technologically inclined. So, okay, that's funny. So I'm glad I didn't do that then. Yeah, it, it, they yeah. kind of goofed on that one for sure. Instead okay. of just putting it, someone saying that's it, they so actually funny. put the character's name. Yeah. Okay. Because there, yeah, there was a plot twist there's a plot twist yeah you're not supposed to know who that is they don't show their face for a reason yeah yeah Yeah. okay yeah so bad 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 we're at buffy's house in the kitchen and joyce um is all all about this now about buffy being into these extracurricular activities and she brings out her high school yearbook and talking to buffy how she used to be on the yearbook staff and how much fun it was and buffy sees her mom picture of her mom in the yearbook and she says mom i've accepted that you've had sex but i'm not accepted i can't accept that you had fair hair which is a reference to Farrah Fawcett, the actress. And she's like, that's Gidget hair. Don't you guys, like, get taught anything? Which is a character of Sally Fields. So those are in popular haircuts. Like the Rachel for us older. Okay. Or us younger folks. So I was not familiar with the Gidget, actually, so. Yeah. Do you know what the Rachel, Rachel hair was? hair was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So similar to that for if you don't know who Farrah Fawcett is or Gidget or anything like that. She's really pushing Buffy to maybe join the yearbook staff and Buffy's like no, I'm not interested in that. So not, not interested. Not yeah, I have my I do my I have my own thing. And she's like uh oh. she's like your own thing got you kicked out of school and we had to move here to get find a school that was decent like to take a decent school to take you. And that's harsh. Yeah, that is yeah. a really yeah. <sighs> Look at parents aren't perfect and they say things that they shouldn't say. And I'm not saying Joyce is a bad person, but that's a low blow for Buffy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's especially because she just found out she didn't make the cheerleading team. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that needs some empathy and support. And like her mom's just like, great, let's just go to the next thing. Like whatever. Like it's just yeah. I think her mom's yeah, dismissive. Charting start trying too hard to replace cheerleading with anything else. Anything else yeah. to like keep you busy not make us move again <laughs> no more burnt down gyms yeah. but yeah she kind of like loses that good intention and then it turns into like just something that makes buffy feel really bad and like buffy can't tell her like you don't even know what i'm dealing with you don't even know why all that happened because exactly. i'm not a bad kid i was saving people yeah and i have to every day and it's like the weight on my shoulders and the responsibility yeah. on my shoulders i'm 16 years old it sucks and of course she can't tell her mom that it's it's a it ends badly between them like not badly but it's it's a you know they're they're there's some tension between them when Buffy Buffy leaves after that because obviously that was very hurtful and Joyce immediately kind of regrets it but we'll get back to that to their relationship in the hallway Xander and Willow are walking and Xander's back on Buffy again saying like oh I should just probably ask her out I just need to do it she's like invisible to me I mean I'm invisible to her 
And while he's talking about this, also, um, Cordy walks by and is kind of yeah. like, looks like a zombie. She looks weird. She's like in a trance. In a trance. That's the right yep. term. Yeah. Yep. And he's like talking about being invisible. He's like, it's a good thing with Cordelia. It's a bad thing with Buffy. He just keeps talking about how like, oh, yeah, I'm just like a wallpaper to Buffy and she doesn't really notice me and I need to just ask her out. He sees her coming and Willow is like saying, you know, then just ask her out. Yeah. Go for it. She's, she's saying go for it. And I don't know if this is because Willow's just that good of a person, better than me, <laughs> or she just knows that maybe Buffy doesn't reciprocate. Yeah. And this will put an end to it. Not sure, yeah. really. Okay. I don't know if she's really, it's probably too early maybe, I think, for her to be clear if Buffy feels one way or another about Xander in that way. No, I feel like as a viewer, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But maybe between the three of them, they haven't got that sorted out yet. Buffy walks up and she definitely notices that Cordelia is just like standing at a locker, kind of despondent and like seems strange. So she's and distracted. distracts her. To his credit, Xander does try to ask her out right in that yes. moment. And mm-hmm. she's, like I said, distracted. And she's Doesn't like, what's wrong with Cordelia and everything? So she kind of like Cordelia wanders off and Buffy goes to follow her. She's like, oh, we'll pick this up later because something's wrong with Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Buffy, oh, one little, like, I don't know if it's an intentional breadcrumb, but it is going to be in my mind. So it's officially going to be a breadcrumb. Before Buffy walks up, uh, Willow keeps saying, you know, oh, we'll just have to ask her out. And he's like, something like, you don't have to, like, braille it into my brain like a railroad spike. And that's just something that will come up again, a railroad spike. Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. I don't know if that's an intentional (laughs) breadcrumb for a future character or not. Okay. Uh, it's very specific language. <laughs> okay. It's very specific. So. All right. Okay. I don't that's know. Good to know. Take it or okay. leave it. But okay. I giggled. I giggled when he said it. <laughs> Cordelia is heading out to Driver's Ed, and Buffy is. Cordelia is just, again, like in a trance. That's much better weird. than when I was saying zombie. Like, in a trance is the perfect description for it. She's just walking and mm-hmm. doesn't seem to know what she's doing. And Not Buffy's, really paying attention. Yeah. Following her, like, just observing, saying, like, what the heck's going on with her? So <laughs> she's going to get into the car. Great idea. The driver's ed. <laughs> and the principal, I mean, no, sorry, the teacher is like, okay, it's your turn to drive. And she's like, oh, I don't think I should drive today. Yeah. Okay, when has Cordelia ever been shy about saying anything? Why isn't she saying, exactly. what the hell's going on with my eyes? Yeah, that's actually a good point. She's not saying, I can't see properly or, like, she's like, I don't, meekly, I don't think I should drive today. Yeah, it's like... I, as far as we understand, it's only supposed to be her eyesight. It's like it's not supposed to be affecting her in some other way that mm-hmm. I. I don't know if like disorientation is like part of the spell because you do see kind of say like, Giles says that later, but I thought it meant like blinding, being blind would disorient you, or if you're mm-hmm. being disoriented is part of it. Yeah, I don't really I'm wondering. Know. If, I'm wondering if that's part of it, just yeah. because of the way she acts. Because it seems strange that it's only like her eyesight going. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it's not the first time that a character starts going blind by magical means and they are normal, they act normal, but they're like, mm-hmm. my eyesight, right? Yeah. So she gets in the car and she's mm-hmm. kind of like, we see through her perspective for a quick second. And she has blurred she vision. And it's blurred. So she yeah. can still see, but it is blurry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's telling her, like, you know, check your mirror, yada, yada, yada. She puts the car in what she thinks is drive. <laughs> and immediately the car flies backwards through the cones and everybody's screaming there's other students in the car and she like tries to fix it and then she goes flying forward completely lost control everyone's screaming the teacher's like put your brake on she flies and buffy's this point to run in towards the car because she knows something's bad's happening she flies through a fence the chain link fence and into the street and cars are like 
swerving yeah. to avoid the car. And they stop, and she gets out, and she's very disoriented, and she walks into the street. <laughs> and a, like, basically looks like a UPS truck, a big brown yeah. delivery UPS truck, truck is coming. Right it's coming, and it comes some more, and it keeps coming. And I can't believe this guy doesn't see this woman standing in the middle of the street. Right? And still but, standing there. Like, the other thing, too, is, like, and this is where I want to go back to that disorientation thing, because, like, you can see her point of view, and you can see that her vision is blurred, but through her blurred vision, you can still see a truck coming at you. Well, I think when she turns, it's a, it's back. It's not her, she, it's a, her back is to it at first, I believe. And then she turns around. And she she turns around. Okay. And, and then, then it's too late at that point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah. Because some people are okay. like, well, how could she see it if she's blind? But I think at this point, to scream, I think at this point, she's still has enough to see this big thing coming thing at her. Thing coming at her. Yeah. But it's like kind of too late. Okay. Yeah. Uh. And then in the nick of time, of course, Buffy tackles Buffy. her yeah. and saves her. And then, then we see that at that point, Cordy's eyes are completely white. And can't That's see. so gross. So yeah. gross. Yeah. So and super then, creepy. Poor Buffy again. like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be okay? Question mark again? <laughs> oh, God. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> How many of these people I'm going to have to save? I don't know what's going to happen to them. <laughs> Burning hands, white, creepy eyeballs. Yeah. And of course, Cordelia don't ever say thank you for nothing. No matter how many times her life's going to be saved over the next however many episodes or years. (laughs) She doesn't say nothing, nothing, thank you to nobody. So she's freaking out. Her eyes are all white. Buffy's freaking out because her eyes are all white. Back in the library, Giles says this is definitely witchcraft now. Yeah, that all the points signed to to someone doing spells on these girls and that it's uh, blinding is very typical. They make the cheerleading connection pretty obvious that mm-hmm. Amber and Cordelia are both cheerleaders. And now, of course, they suspect Amy because they know how bad she wants to be yeah. on the team and that it means so much to her and she's under so much pressure that they think, okay, Amy is, you know, trying to pick off cheerleaders to get on the team. Willow says, okay, if you're going to start casting spells on people, you're going to check out all the all the witchcraft books from the library. So she gets into the... <laughs> rental the computer system the computer system of who's checking yeah. things out and i thought this part was a little bit i don't know why it was written i guess i don't understand why i thought yeah. it was funny i guess but i didn't I, yeah it was just weird no it wasn't clever at all it was just weird yeah so it was they, out of place yeah it just seemed yeah it did seem odd it just seemed like why yeah uh, okay so she looks it up and they're reading different titles of witchcraft books and they're all checked out by alexander harris well and as, as she's about to do it though too he's just like oh no don't do that like don't look at seeing who's checked out these books on witchcraft. Yeah, immediately <laughs> suspicious. He's acting oh completely God. suspicious. What a weirdo. And he's like, is that what you think? And she's like, oh, isn't that you like to look at the semi-nude engravings? And he's like, maybe it is what you think. <laughs> so he's just checking out, like... I he's mean, just getting creepier and creepier, to find a honest. playboy like everyone else? Yes. <laughs> not some weird ancient witch- like witchcraft a, book. A draw, a drawing of a half-naked witch? Yeah, yeah. They're not even naked. Like no. sem- semi-nude. Maybe there's no. a boob poking out. I don't know. Maybe that's enough. <laughs> but it's going to be like a drawn one, though, too. Yeah, a drawn one. Like, like, a cartoon boob. not a boob. real boob. A cartoon boob. Like, that's that's the, how he I rolls, I guess. But yeah. Okay, yeah, then they just, they just move on. Yeah, okay. All right. That's standard porn, I guess. Yeah. Giles just uh, like picks up a book that says witchcraft on the front and immediately finds the thing they need. <laughs> The spell, yes, of course. The, the spell, counter, the counter spell. The the spell to see that if Amy is the perpetrator. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that 
There's more than one spell in this episode. So yeah, you're yeah. right. We'll get to that one for sure. They have all these ingredients. They basically make a liquid and that they pour it on the witch's skin. And if a spell has been done in the last 48 hours, it will turn blue. Right. That's what they're going to do. And they're saying we have all this stuff in the uh, cla- in the science lab so they can... Really I found that interesting that they have everything they need in a science lab, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean... I don't really know how common those things are. No. I didn't really know. I believe, I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I don't, don't really... know. Yeah. I'm, like, some of that stuff would, was not in my... Like, it wouldn't have been in my science lab. I do think it is very convenient that... Yeah. In the day that they are there, they are doing, part of the class is doing a dissection, and other half is using the exact things they need. Like, That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, right. So all the so ingredients convenient. at the same yes. time. Because, like, that's a chemistry and anatomy. They wouldn't be mm-hmm. in the same class. No, they wouldn't be, actually. Which I just thought of just now. <laughs> <laughs> but we need it all to be in the same room. Yeah, for the, for so the, for it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And then they all happen to be in the same class as well yeah. at the same time. Like, not so, so much coming together for convenience here. <laughs> so we're in the anatomy slash chemistry class. Yeah, Willow, everybody, Xander's there. Buffy's there. Amy's there. Yeah, everyone's in the same class. Other cheerleaders are there. Yes, true. Yes, very important. <laughs> Willow and Xander are in the back making the potion. And mm-hmm. they have like the eye. So they said eye of Newt, but it's definitely a frog. Newt. Yeah. I so guess I, a, I guess a frog can be interchangeable with a newt. It's fine. It's like the generic. They're in the same know. family. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. It's fine. Frog eye is generic for newt eye. They actually do talk about that in later episodes. About, oh, really? Yeah. Like oh, okay. a new like replacements for new eyes. I think. Nice. Okay. All right. Good to know. <laughs> I have to look at. I don't know if they say frog, but they might say salamander or something. It's weird. Okay. I, I have a memory of that later in like season five or something. I can remember this, but I can't remember, like, where my keys are. So, you know, useful things. <laughs> oh, God. That seems fair. And they also need some of Amy's hair for the spell. So right. Buffy goes up to Amy and is, like, pretending to ask her question about the assignment and drops her pen, like, oops. Yeah. And then goes to pick it up and then, like, quickly goes in her bag and grabs uh, some hair out of her hairbrush. And it's like, um, okay. Yeah. But then as she gets up, I, I was like looking at her, at Amy's reaction. And I was like, ooh, it almost looks like she saw that. I mean, it wasn't very stealthy, to be honest. No. It took like, a long time. As, as Buffy's walking away, she's like, oh, did she just see that? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. Buffy's stealthiest work, I'll be no, honest. Definitely not. And Jen, Amy obviously keeps looking back at Willow and Xander. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at her like... Like, very obvious. They're they're mixing up, you know, they're mixing up the potion and they're looking at her. They're all looking back. Like, guys. It's just, you like, suck at this. Yeah. You suck at being, like, inconspicuous. <laughs> Willow's the one kind of making the potion. She pours it in a baker, gives it to Buffy. So now all they have to do is pour it on her. And yep. she's like, How, would you have a plan? She's like, oh, I'm going to pour it on her and make it seem natural. Or spill it on her and make it seem natural. How do you even Buffy, do that? You couldn't even she... take the hair out of the thing naturally, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, yeah. But she does go up there and she's like, oops. And then just pours it on her. Pours it on her and it's blue. So that's like positive test that Amy has cast a spell in the last 48 hours. Yeah. And before anyone can even really react to this. Yeah. There's a commotion at the next table where one of the cheerleaders mouth has disappeared. Mm -hmm. Totally normal. We don't know her name or anything. (laughs) Like, like we don't don't know who she is, but she's a cheerleader and she has no mouth. So she can't talk. But and then I find it interesting, though, that the the camera does cut to Amy and you can see her reaction and she looks 
just as confused as everybody else. So she's like, what is going on? And that's something that they bring up in the next scene in the hallway when Willow, Buffy, and Xander are walking and they're debating, like, is it Amy? Mm-hmm. Because look at, Xander brings out, look at her face, like, look, see what she, how she reacted. She, she was just freaked shocked. out. shocked, yeah, and confused yeah. and, yeah, scared. And yep. Buffy's like, well, it turned blue. The test was positive that she did it. She's our Sabrina, which is a reference to Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, cute. I like that. Mm-hmm. Never got into that show, but I know it was on for a long time. I watched that show. I watched every single episode of that show. Okay, we could do a podcast. <laughs> Our next <laughs> podcast is watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch, where I know nothing and you know everything. <laughs> it's not as good as Buffy. I know, I know there's a cat that's like sassy. Yeah, there is a sassy cat. A sassy yeah. cat. Yeah. She says, uh, they, what are we going to do? And Buffy suggests we should talk to her mom because mm-hmm. she kind of like, is the Frankenstein and Amy's the monster. Like, she made this mess. Yeah. They go to, well, they don't, we go to Amy's house. They don't go. We go as the viewer. And we see Amy arriving home from school and comes in the door and it's kind of like, her her demeanor and her face changes. And it's like, where are you? And we see Amy's mom is kind of, you know, skittish and scared and comes, oh, I'm here, I'm here. Like. Which is not what I was expecting. Right. And. (laughs) Amy tells her to, like, throws her book bag down and says, like, oh, I have a, a, whatever, a history report or a book report or something due to, like, do her homework. And she's just very scared of Amy. Mm-hmm. And she says uh, kind of, like, uh, something along the lines of, like, you know, she knows that Buffy and them are on to her. Mm-hmm. And they're, that she based, you know, she saw them take her hair. They know it's, she knows that they're suspicious of her, to at, le- at least suspicious of her. And that she's going to take care of it, basically. And then we see that she has stolen Buffy's bracelet that Xander gave her. Yeah. So during all this, Amy was the stealthy one, not Buffy. Because we didn't see Amy take that. No, definitely not. That surprised me. She's a little pickpocket. This is the turning point of the episode, really. Yeah, because you're like, wow. What's going on? Amy really, like, shifted really (laughs) in a crazy way. Buffy comes into the kitchen. And this is a funny scene. Buffy is now on the team. So she's in her cheerleading outfit because so many people have been out of commission for so many spells. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, very happy and apparently a juice addict now. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's down in those juices. She like. went on and on about the juice. And she's just super cheery and chatty and just she's like Buffy. She's extra Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. Macho man. Macho man Buffy. She's singing macho man. <laughs> And her yeah. mom's like, oh, are you, you're in a good mood, like almost suspicious of her good mood. And but Joyce tries to apologize for the stuff she said in a couple of scenes ago. And Buffy's like, it's fine. You know, like, you yeah. don't even want to know. Like, being this vampire slayer, and it's yeah. just so hard. And her mom's like, right? what? Yeah, yeah. And, we're, you know, of course, everyone watching is like, oh, 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 God. What? She, she said she's like a huge slip. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's like, do you feel okay, honey? And she's like, oh, yeah, don't worry. It's a long story. And she just kind of shrugs it. Like, just brushes it off. Puts it under the rug. And, of course, her mom's going to be like, what? Like, okay. You're just talking, like, you're just talking 16-year-old nonsense, I guess. So I'm not surprised that her mom didn't push further. But <laughs> Buffy's like, what? Buffy, what are you doing? You know? Like, yeah. what's up with you? And yeah. Buffy just skips off to school as happy as a clam. We're in the gym and they are doing a practice. Now Buffy is on the team and Buffy's dancing around like she's drunk. She's going like way extra. <laughs> and she ends up stomping on another. I think she's the captain. She's getting clumsy. Yeah. Yeah. 
she just one person you don't want to piss off on the team. Yeah. Stomps on her foot and she has slayer strength. So stomping someone stomping on your foot is probably bad enough, but Buffy has slayer strength. So I'm sure that was actually painful. Yeah. And she's like annoyed at her, like, come on, get it together, Buffy. And they, Willow and Xander come in and they're watching and she's like, oh, Willow, Xander, my friends. It's just being obnoxious and everyone's getting annoyed. And Buffy, Xander and Willow are getting concerned because she's like, it's not like her. Drunk. Weird. Yeah, drunk. Exactly. Yes. They go to another move where it's basically like their help. If I was a cheerleader or anything about gymnastics, I would be, there's probably a name for this move. But the girls are doing a cartwheel while another girl, like, kind of, like, holds their, like, waist and helps them go around, over. Yeah, I have no idea. Any better way of describing what no, they do? That sounds great. That was a good description. Okay. So we get to the end, and it's Buffy's the one helping the captain, like, do her cartwheel, and she throws her. Yeah. With her slayer <laughs> strength. And the girl is like, that's it. You're done. She, like, shoves Buffy, which is crazy. And Willow and Xander kind of start to grab her and pull her away, and... Guess what? Buffy's off the team. Now she's been kicked off. And that means that there's a space for Amy. That's Amy, right. Amy's, Amy's up. Amy's finally on the team. And Buffy's like, you don't want her. She's a witch. Xander <laughs> <laughs> quickly covers her mouth. He's <laughs> And they start just dragging her away. Yeah. 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 She's like, yeah, drunk. That's like the best way to describe it. In the hallway, Xander and Willow are helping Buffy. And she's like, oh, like really at this point, like, definitely like looks like she's wasted and acting like she's wasted and she starts talking uh, to how much she loves xander i love you xander xander's like oh she needs to wants to hear more wants to is interested wants to hear more Mm -hmm. of this talk and willow's kind of like oh what's happening then buffy says oh xander you know how much i love you i'm xander shaped friend which is a funny (laughs) little line which i love you because you're just like one of the girls that's how comfy i am with you ouch and willow smiles yes when she says that. And Xander like, looks like he got punched in the gut. Like, that's not where I thought this was going. Okay. And she's like, any other boy would give me a neck, a bracelet, and want to date me. And we're just like, describing him exactly. Like, exactly what he wants to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like what I was talking about earlier about Xander telling Willow she's like one of the guys, basically. Like, he doesn't realize that Buffy just did to him what he did to Willow. Yep. And it's he just got to taste thing. his own medicine. He just doesn't know it yet. But yeah, I got the taste of his own medicine. And then Buffy quickly takes a turn and like, yeah. so she doesn't feel good and basically passes out. Yep. So they get her to the library. And again, Giles knows exactly what's happening. Right it's a bloodstone vengeance, vengeance spell. Yeah. Bloodstone vengeance That's spell. That she has three hours. And she has three hours to live. Very specific. And that, or less, he says. Three hours right. or less. Yeah. And that it hits you like a quart of alcohol, and then you get sick. So that's why she was acting like she was drunk, because the spell has an effect of alcohol, basically. Mm-hmm. It's a, so he comes up with a reversal spell, which is the first spell you were talking about, that will hopefully reverse all the spells. Mm-hmm. And they to do this, they need Amy's spell book. And uh, then once they have that, they can do the counter spell. So Buffy says, you know, she's struggling, but she's still kind of mobile. So she wants Xander and Willow to keep an eye on Amy because they're going to go to her house, try to get this book. So they don't want her anywhere near the house. So that's kind of the plan. Giles and Buffy show up at Amy's house and they confront Amy's mom. Giles had enough. He just kind of was like, pushes in the door and he's like, shut up and listen to me. Do you know what your daughter's into? And she tries to pretend like... 
I don't know what's going on, you know? I don't know. She's going to be home soon. You should, you should go. Like, and she seems scared. Again, we get that she's scared of Amy. Buffy sees a plate of brownies on the ground. Amy's mom is kind of saying, oh, ever since dad left, I mean, her, her dad, and kind of starts slipping up and saying yeah. some weird things. Mm-hmm. And yep. Buffy asks her, Amy? Asks her if she's Amy. And yeah, she makes the connection. It makes the connection that that is actually Amy and that Amy's mother has switched their bodies. Yep. Which this, I mean, I didn't see that coming. This was like a huge plot twist for me. I was just like, what? Great. That's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giddy. That you're so, that you're, like, obviously this is like, I know what happens. I but feel like I should have seen it coming, but I definitely did not. I was quite shocked at this. So well, yeah. It's, it's fun when you go back and you're like, with yes. all the clues, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, as we're talking about it, I was just like, oh, yes, I should have seen that. But yeah. At the time, I was just like, yeah, it it is fun. It's fun to still have the surprise and then go back and be like, oh, why didn't I see that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of us on first viewing, that's how it is. Because you're (laughs) just, you know, you're distracted. You're like just keeping up with the plot. And then you go back and you're like, all this stuff. Yes. All these subtle, subtle things. Mm -hmm. All the breadcrumbs. Yeah. So we find out that Amy says that her mom switched. She woke up in her mom's bed a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And that she looked in the mirror and she was her mother and so basically she's been living like that ever since her mom has basically taken over her life and her mom said she was wasting her youth wasting her youth locks herself up in a room and then giles is like oh okay we need to go into that room we need Mm -hmm. to go up there they go up to the giles goes up there and to find the spell book and he opens this like chest and the cat the black cat jumps out i'm like what is that cat locked in there yeah yeah what i know it's like Like, we also see all of these creepy Barbies. Yeah. She's really into the Barbies. Oh my God. No other oh. kind of dolls. You know, you could get throw some Cabbage Patch dolls in there too, but no, it's Barbie. <laughs> you know, Amy's mom, is a, the best Amy's mom is a classy lady. So I guess she's not going to go for like McDonald's you know, Happy Meal toys or anything. It's only <laughs> Barbies or nothing. Not, not, not line, a generic Barbie. Mm-hmm, exactly. No. <laughs> so this poor cat. I guess it was like, oh, it's a witch, so it had, there has to be a black cat hiding out. It was random. Cat locked in a yeah. box. So he finds the, the spell book is in there, so he grabs it, grabs Buffy. They're out of there, and he tells Amy that you're coming with us because we're going to try to reverse the spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the Sunnydale gym, the game, the, the, the game that they were practicing for is starting, so Amy and the team are cheering, and Amy's mm-hmm. in her element, or her mom, Catherine, that we now she looks know very happy is in her element, living her best life, living her best daughter's life. <laughs> exactly. Well, just like like that whole. So when you think about, you said this earlier. Actually, you said how sometimes parents try to live vicariously through their children. I mean, she's literally doing that in this episode, which there is again, insane. Like yeah. Buffy, it's like you have these like metaphors or symmetry or <laughs> yeah, like problems. And then it literally happens with Buffy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is another yeah. example of that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. In the computer, not computer lab, in the science lab, in the lab, Giles is caring for Buffy. And this is actually a really sweet moment. He lays her on the table, puts his little, his like blazer under her head, makes sure she's comfortable. And he's like, don't worry, I'm going to take care of this. Because she's out of commission. Mm-hmm. You know, Buffy's the hero, but... She can't do anything in this episode, in this yeah. situation. So Giles yeah. has to, and the rest of them have to save her. Yeah. And it's just a really kind of like touching, sweet moment when they're, again, their bond starts, he starts caring for her more, you yeah. know, instead of just his slayer, yeah. you know. They have that relationship. Yeah. His job. 
He's caring. He cares for her. So he starts the spell to switch them back. And after some chanting and whatnot in the gym, Amy's still cheering and she, her and her mom start flashing back. Like mm-hmm. their bodies, they start seeing what the other one is seeing. So their bodies are starting to switch back. Uh, so they just get flashes and then she's cheering again and back and forth. So Amy says it's working. Amy, that's her mom. Her mom <laughs> like, says it's working. Yeah. Her mom says it's working. Also at that point, Amy falls off, not the, it's not a pyramid, but she's up doing it's a, a pyramid. And it's like a pyramid. Yeah. It looks like a pyramid. Yeah. Why not? I'll say that. And she topples it down. She topples it because she has a flash yeah. and she sees the science lab. Mm-hmm. She sees like the little details, the book and like kind of the room they're in. Amy falls and is very upset and angry. And she knows like the jig is up now. And so yep. she runs out of the gym. Amy's mom sees this because they're kind of like in and out sharing each other's consciousness. And she's like, she's coming. So they know that time's running out to get this spell mm-hmm. done. In the hallway, Willow, poor Willow and Xander, they try yeah. to stall her. She hurts them. Yeah. Damn, what a witch. <laughs> she tries. Unintended. She has like, and we don't really, I mean, sure, doing the spells, but like she actually has like actual like power power spells. Yeah, like using her hands like poof. Yeah, yeah. she gestures towards Xander's neck and chokes and him. Like, yeah. Never yeah. touches him. Intense. And Willow's like, oh, Xander. And then she just turns around and clocks Willow. She didn't even get. Yeah, that was so mean. Any magic. She just yeah. ends her, basically, and just keeps walking. Yeah. Yeah, so they yeah. were really no match for her. Giles is still working on that spell. And part of it is him putting his hands in the boiling water. Did you see that part a couple of times? Yeah. Yes. He had to do that as he sang the word release. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, God, it's like bubbling. And it was yeah. like, oh, God, it actually yeah. looked painful in his face. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was painful. But I mean, he, but he's like looking at Buffy and he's just like, she's looking dire at this point. Like, she looks bad. Mm-hmm. So he's doing what he does to protect her. Yeah. And like he said, when he started, he said, we only have a few minutes left. Yep. Like he just, a he's long like, time. let's do this. Yep. <clears throat> to get the book and get everything. Yeah. So Amy's trying to get into the room from the outside and can't. It's locked. Well, at least someone thought about that. <laughs> Somebody was thinking they locked the door. But she finds an axe from like the, you know, like fire, the fire extinguisher area would yeah. probably be something like that. Yeah. And like shining style hacks that door down. And I don't know if that was like supposed to be an homage to the shining because it she doesn't stick her face in the Oh, hole. nice. Maybe. I, I didn't read that anywhere. Like I have nothing okay. to support that other she didn't she didn't stick I was waiting for her to stick her face in the door because like, it's been a while since but I watched the episode. Yeah. But okay. she didn't. But huh. take it or leave it, I guess. It could be it could have been, it could have not been. Uh so she gets in and just in time for Giles to finish the spell, Amy walks in with that axe held high, about to just come down on Buffy. Mm-hmm. And right before it. Giles says release for the last time, and their bodies switch back. Spells reversed. Permanently. Yep. And Amy, of course, stops the the axe and is confused, and everyone's kind of just, like, thrown. And Buffy says, Amy? And Amy, she realizes that Amy's back in her own body now. Mm-hmm. And then her mom tackles Buffy to the ground. Uh, and they'd start fighting. Yeah. Z- um, Giles tries to help, and she, like, with her powers, throws one of the lab tables at him yeah. and he hits his head and he's unconscious. Yeah. Poor Giles. This is the first of yeah. like one million times he gets knocked unconscious. Oh, no. it's, a, it's a miracle that he doesn't have brain damage. So he's he's out, out of the count. And Buffy's been, Buffy's still 
kind of like getting her bearing. So she's kind of out of commission for right now. So we, that gives us time for a little moment between Amy and her mom, mm-hmm. where her mom was just really nasty and saying, you know, I like you didn't I, I gave birth to you and like you don't deserve the body and the life that you have, like with your youth, and that it was hers. Yeah. Harsh. To take essentially. Super harsh. Yeah, pretty crazy. And Amy's trying to rationalize with her. She's like, Mom, please, like, and she's like, No, I'm gonna send you where you'll never make trouble again. And thankfully at this point, Buffy says, I feel better. And then starts like wailing on the mom. And the mom is actually pretty strong. Like she throws yeah. Buffy across the room mm-hmm. into like the, I don't know, the wall, chalkboard or whatever. Yep. And starts doing a spell. And I thought the effects for the spell on the mom were actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For 97. Her, the mom's eyes are all black, which yep. could just be con- obviously creepy and stuff. Super creepy. Like the little like lights that swirl around her. Yep. I thought it They're pretty cool. Looked cool, yeah. yeah. And so she's obviously gathering a spell. She says, like, uh, take her soul to the dark place. It's, like, in the spell. And she's mm-hmm. about to throw this spell at Buffy. And Buffy kicks a mirror that is kind of, like, hanging above the lab table. Again, and super convenient. They, at least we saw it earlier. It was above where the teacher was. Oh, so I missed that. Okay. I did notice nice that catch. it was there nice earlier. Because I was like, okay, good. That's there. We didn't just appear in that one scene. So I All did right. like that. They did think ahead, okay. at least. Okay. The mirror comes down and the the spell is reflected in the mirror and then hits her, hits her yep. mom. And she disappears. Yeah, and she just ah, and <laughs> gets her own spell sucks her up and she disappears. Buffy helps Giles get up and he finally comes to when the action's all over. Thanks, Giles. <laughs> no, he did great. Giles, you did great in this episode. <laughs> mm. He reverses spell. He was the he was the hero. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So she helps him up and he asks Amy, are you, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. And then Xander, our favorite person, dr- jumps into the room and grabs Amy. He's like, hey, cut her head off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> too little, too late. Yeah. And, and Buffy's like, it's over, Xander. Like, get off of her. <laughs> and then I do love when Willow comes in with that baseball bat. I was like, where is she? <laughs> it's so cute. Little timid Willow with that baseball bat ready yeah. to kill somebody. <laughs> She's ready to throw down. And then Xander's like, oh, it's okay, Willow. I took care of it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he sucks. I'm not, I'm not a fan of him yet. I'm sure I will be, but not yet. Xander, like, ew, stop. Yep. Just stop. Great. So they've saved the day and we're yep. in Buffy's room. And Buffy, I tried to pause it a few times. Buffy's like kind of moving a bunch of like looks like gold metal stuff off of her nightstand into the trash and i kept pausing it and i couldn't make out what it was okay so if you if anybody yeah yeah, if anybody like knows what that was and i maybe i'll keep trying to pause it but i couldn't pause it in a place where i could clearly see what it was but it was like a lot of like gold metal and it was in the trash so i'm trying to think like what it what what it was so i just couldn't figure that out but her mom comes in and saying, like, I just don't get it. I've been thinking about how to relate to you, how to understand you. And I think why I can't is because you're 16 and I'm not. And so yep. they kind of have this nice moment where they just yeah. agree agree that they're just not going to understand each other. Yep. This and is actually my favorite scene. Okay. Yeah, I liked it because, yeah, so it's a nice moment between them. Um, and I like how at the end, basically, her mom is like, Buffy kind of asks her, if you could go back to being my age, would you do that? And her mom's like, you know what? Like, no, I wouldn't want to do that. And I just, I kind of liked that. Could you get the comparison between Amy and her mom and just how her mom basically robs her of her body and youth to get back to that. And Buffy's mom is like trying to understand her better, trying to like 
you know, wrap our head around things a little more to see what it's like from Buffy's side. And she's like, yeah, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't go back to 16 if you paid me type thing, um, which is exactly how I feel as well. So, yeah. you know <laughs> so what? Bad. That's so uh, that's great. This is like why I wanted another perspective on it, because I didn't even connect the dots between her mom saying that and Amy's mom. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. I thought it was a nice touch. It's clear as day now that you say that. But I was just, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that's a great observation. Thanks for bringing that up. That was great. And it also shows like Joyce isn't a perfect mom. No, but, but she's, she's trying. trying. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually, because at the beginning, you're just kind of like, you're almost getting annoyed with her because she she's brushing Buffy off and just whatever. And then, yeah, you kind of see her really trying now. She keeps putting, she put her foot in a lot in this episode. Yeah. But she comes around and tries, yep. you know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. she's a sorry, which is something that yeah, parents sometimes, huge. some parents refuse to do to their kids for some mm-hmm. other from reason. So even saying sorry is a big deal. So in our final scene, we're at school and Buffy and Amy are walking down the hallway and we're kind of seeing how Amy's adjusting to life not with her mom. So she's moved in with her dad and mm-hmm. her dad is like, feels so guilty about everything. And they want to, he wants to spend, she says quantity time. And I was like, Oh, did I mishear that? And I rewound it. No. So he just wants to spend a lot of time with her. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought it was sweet. I thought she would said quality time, but no, she says quantity. <laughs> quantity time. Which is really cute. And, and also she kind of like, she's almost like kind of complaining about it a bit. And then we realize that like, she actually really likes it. Yeah, she's like, oh, my dad, come on, dad, I can go out. It's fine. And she's like, oh, I just love being loved and cared. Yeah, for exactly. Because this is such a different experience than because her mom wasn't like that, not nurturing yeah. or caring or. Yeah. Yeah. And Buffy's like, and you're loving it. You're loving it. Right. And she's like, yeah, every minute. So it's so sweet that. And it also like when we go back to like when Amy air quotes was saying all the bad stuff about the dad and saying all the great stuff about her mom that. That probably was just Amy's mom mm-hmm. perspective yeah. that exactly. oh, he was a deadbeat and all this. And it doesn't seem like he was a deadbeat. Because nope. Amy does say when she when she finally reveals to Buffy and Giles about it that she wouldn't even let her call her dad. So yeah. I feel like they were probably kept apart. Yeah, which guess. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So now she's living with her dad and she's happy. Cordelia stops by before we get to the trophy case and says, oh, sorry, you guys aren't on the team anymore. And... Not hey, thanks Buffy for stop making stopping me from being roadkill. You know, <laughs> yeah. being a bitch as usual. <laughs> my favorite line is when Amy responds with, "I know I'll miss the intellectual thrill of spelling out words with my arms." <laughs> that was really funny, actually. Yeah, like because I just thought it was funny, and Amy right away doesn't even flinch and just comes back at Cordelia. We don't see a lot of that because people are scared of Cordelia. Yeah, yes. And Amy's, I guess, another kind of Willow thing. Amy's like. I literally have had my body snatched by my crazy mother who you are nothing now. Like I can stand <laughs> up to you. Yeah. Because Amy never cared about cheerleading to begin with. Buffy and Amy end up in front of the trophy case and they're looking at her mom's trophy. And Buffy says, have you any sign of her? And she says, no. Like she said, I wouldn't, wherever she was sending me that spell, she, I would never make trouble again. And they're like, so she's like, I don't think we'll ever hear from her again. And they, she's like, wow, yeah, like twisted, Buffy says. And they walk away. And then we get, this is like an also really, really creepy moment in yes. this show. Yes, it I is. I think it's well done and it is creepy. Yeah. We zoom in on the face of the trophy and we see, we hear like muffled cries and we see eyes blinking yeah. in, in the face of the cheerleader on the trophy. So her Super mom has creepy. accidentally captured herself in the trophy. 
Yeah, which is stuck in the a fair punishment. Now she gets to be a cheerleader forever, just like she wanted. Kimmy, love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Bravo. That is great. Yeah. Now she is. She is a cheerleader forever. Mm-hmm. At, at her height, too, right? Because that was a... Uh, was a um, That's right. She's yeah. a cheerleader at her peak forever. That's right. That's what she wanted. That's what she got. Be careful yeah. what you wish for, people. Exactly. Oh. <sighs> So that is which. Yeah, that was good. It was a good episode. Yeah. Good discussions too. It was good. Yeah. That's I, yeah. I mean, I know we're only three episodes in, but this is my favorite so far. Yeah, it's it's it was different. Because yeah. there was so much to cover in the first two episodes. And there's also now, like we're, we're getting a lot more character development, which I'm enjoying. I'm like not with Sander yet, but um I'm seeing a lot more Willow, um, Buffy, Buffy's mom even, uh, Giles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been, I, I've been enjoying that. And so I look forward to that even more episodes in. Yeah. Even if we're not enjoying Xander, at least we're getting like how he's feeling like him and Buffy. Like we know, like he's having feelings for her, Yeah, his relationship with Willow, even though we're not liking how he's acting. Like mm-hmm. there is, he's still getting character development. Yeah, We're learning about him at mm-hmm. least. And there was a lot of like this, this episode has a lot of questions. People are like, okay, was it Amy when she blew the, there's a lot of questions whether Amy was always her mom and I don't I because she said it happened months ago yeah was it Amy when she like was so upset and said this never would have happened to my mother and she seemed very genuinely upset was it her was it was it her mom when she like flubbed the first tryout Mm. but I think it was I think there's just I think it was too she just I mean it's not actually her body yeah so she can't manipulate it the way she might want to that's that is, that's how i took that that's I'm not a lot sure of that's people that's about. a lot of people's opinion too because yeah. i've i've been like question marked about like well what about this part well, what about this part but i just don't see yeah. her mom going back in and out of her body because i think no at that i don't point, amy would have ran away even like she mm-hmm. wouldn't have just kept letting it happen i think that's actually a good point yeah so yeah i think she does just she's in there and she's just being a good actress about it basically yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably where it falls for sure. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of people who get confused and rightfully so get confused about is sometimes it is Amy. Sometimes it's not, but I think it is just her mom playing the part. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Steak rating. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Um, I'll go first. Okay. Five. Ooh, five steaks. Yeah. yeah. First five. Yeah. I know. Yep. What is your steak rating? 3.5. I feel like I undercut. What? <laughs> I Damn. What happened? We traded. And I really like it. Uh, and okay. what I came, the reasons I said 3.5 was that we have our first human foe. So we're dealing, you know, expanding the universe with witchcraft and villains that are humans, which expands. Something non-vampirical. I liked it. Yep. And non-demon. Like, so not a monster. Mm-hmm. Yep. The comedy. I think we're finally getting into the... Yeah. The, the witty... Wittiness, the, yes. The, the rhythm of Buffy, the, what buff, makes Buffy funny, especially in that first scene, which was my favorite. Yeah. And then, uh, like you said, same thing, like the interpersonal relationships and those starting to, like, develop and move forward and, like, yeah. getting everybody, just learning more about how everybody feels about each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I, it, was, it was solid. I really liked it. Yeah, I feel, I feel bad now. <laughs> I'm so glad it was a five for you. That's so funny because, like, last week I said three and a half and you looked at me like, whoa. So we're just reversing I, now. I gave it a four last week, yeah. so it wasn't too yeah. much ahead of you. I guess that's true. Okay. Uh, so recap, my favorite scene was the opening scene with Giles when he's talking about her joining the cult, the cheerleading cult. 
Mm-hmm. And then, as I just said, my favorite line was, I know I'll miss the intellectual thrill of spelling out words with my arms. <laughs> um, okay. And my favorite scene was, what did I say my favorite scene was? Buffy and her m- mom in the bedroom. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, my favorite scene, yes. But that moment where Buffy's mom said she wouldn't go back to 16. Uh, um, that was like a nice solidifying moment between them. And then I'm going to say my favorite line was when uh, Xander was trying to ask out Buffy. And Buffy says she that he's like one of the girls. Just because um, I just it did that like uh, nod to when he said it to Willow. So mm-hmm. I just was like, yeah, let's see how it feels now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite Xander lines, which I didn't pick as my favorite line, but a famous Xander line is, I laugh in the face of danger and then I hide until it goes away. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was really cute, too. I like that, too, actually. That's a, yeah, that's that a classic, good. classic Xander <laughs> line. Yeah, That was a cute, that's a cute line. Yeah. All right. So your question. In the next episode, which is called Teacher's Pet, someone loses a body part. Guess which body part that is? Okay. Uh, it's got to be hand or foot, I'm guessing. Um, I'm going to go with foot. Okay. Yeah. Final okay. answer? Foot. That's my final answer, foot. Foot. And I, need so to, I need to write this down so when I'm watching the episode, I remember if I answered it correctly. <laughs> Do you just wait until I tell you if you did or not? <laughs> yeah. I Because like, I, when I was watching the episode last time, I forgot what question you asked me. I was like, was it something about the mirror in the lab? <laughs> All right, and our apocalypse count is still at one because this was not an apoc- apocalyptic event. So just okay. still at one. Oh, three episodes in, yep. one, one, one. one apocalypse and three episodes in. All right, so that is Witch, ep- season one, episode three. And you can find us, as I said before, on iTunes and YouTube. If you'd like to contact us, you can do that on Instagram and YouTube at one girl in all the world. And our email is onegirlpod at gmail.com. So you can comment, message, email, all that good stuff in any any of those ways that you'd like. So next week, we will be back for Teacher's Pet, Pet. which we get to talk about a whole new addition to the universe. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, mm-hmm. I like it. All right. Good. Let's see you when we talk about Teacher's Pet. Bye.